Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to the Get Wisdom Show. This is Brian Kelly, co-host and co-founder of the Get Wisdom Project. And with me today is a founder and the director of the Get Wisdom Project, Carl Mollison. Carl's a scientist and inventor, and he has discovered the means through which a tiny percentage of people throughout history have successfully made direct contact with God, with Creator, with the divine realm. And we're going to share that critical information about how this journey came about in this opening segment. So without further ado, I introduce to you Carl Mollison. Welcome, Carl. Hello, everyone, and thank you, Brian, for uh, greeting the folks and leading into what I think is going to be a very interesting journey for people. We welcome everyone, skeptics and believers alike. All of us have had our ups and downs with belief, and it's a rather important topic, as it turns out. I spent a lot of my life in the realm of science and medicine doing drug discovery research as a pharmacologist, and I became enamored of science and began to believe it really held the answers, but I became disenchanted after many, many years of that approach, and I underwent a spiritual reawakening after many years from kind of neglecting my spiritual life, as many do. I did grow up in a Christian household. My father was a minister, and the interesting thing in my reawakening was it I needed something new, and I became enamored of the New Age movement. And it didn't seem particularly spiritual, but I was okay with that because I'd sort of grown used to living that way. And I still wanted to help people, and retiring from my first career, I became a hypnotist because I saw that hypnotists were actually doing things to help people on a deep level in the subconscious mind. And for some reason, the mainstream therapy community wasn't warming up to that idea. And it had been doing other things, the talk therapy approach, and especially drugs, using drugs for everything. And as I worked with hypnosis and helped people with trauma resolution work in particular, I became convinced that this is an extremely important avenue. And that ability to connect into the deep mind and use the trance experience to open oneself up brought me in contact with other things that it can bring. For example, connecting to recollections of past life material. And as pretty much a skeptic about all things until I convinced myself through direct experience otherwise, I was reluctant at first to embrace that. But as I worked with it and helped people and did that as part of my training, I saw over and over and over and over again, there's something to this. And of course, now there's lots and lots of books of people who have from the get-go a memory of past lifetime that they led prior to their current incarnation. And Being able to use hypnosis also led me to some training in working with spirit removal from people, which was done via hypnosis. 
And that was eye-opening, too. I went as a skeptic again just to see what this, this phenomenon was all about. Is there something to it? I'm always curious. I'm always willing to try things. And I was shocked to see that not only could I look inside people intuitively and see if they had spirit attachments in them, but I could channel that spirit and talk to it. And you could have knocked me over with a feather because <laughs> I, I thought all of this stuff was you know, pretty far out. And, and, of course, all the prosaic explanations come to mind. Well, it's just part of their subconscious, some abnormal part of that person. But I came to believe that is not the case. This is another consciousness. And as I explored that ability to connect with other consciousness, I was led to connecting to higher level beings including archangels. And I did this for a number of years. And more recently, took the step of reaching out to the creator of all that is. So we're talking about the Almighty. We're talking about God. I still like to use the word creator. Sometimes I'll say source creator, meaning the highest, holiest being, the origination of everything that we know of. So, Carl, on this journey... You talk about going to higher and higher levels of beings and ultimately to creator. How do we know that you've reached creator? Um, it seems to me that the way that that's probably best discerned is by the quality of the material that comes through, the quality of the questions and the answers that come back in response to that. How, how would you answer that? Well, that's a very good question because I was skeptical all the way along. Every time I connected, I did hold some skepticism in my mind. Is this real? And I was looking for the hidden flaw. I was looking for the gaps. I was looking for the telling signs that I'm just fooling myself. And they, I think, bent over backward to let me in. I think knowing this was going to develop into something important and very, very, very useful. This is not an idle pursuit. This is a deadly serious journey to uncover deep truths about everything we need to know, and especially looking for solutions. And that's what I am after. I'm not after just fun experiences. I want to know how things work, what's wrong, what's needed to fix it, and then make that come about as best I can and share that with others. And I join that, join you with that in that journey. I also have a deep need to know everything that I can, and I'm willing to uncover every stone looking for the answer. And in that effort, I came across Carl and his work, uh, ironically on YouTube, uh, social media, like you're hearing us now. So this is the new way that people connect. And I connected with Carl that way, and I was uh, completely enamored and and taken back by the quality of the material that was coming through, the truths that I felt were coming through. And it's it's uh, the end part of my journey. It's the journey that I've come up to this point, and I feel like I've arrived at my true calling as well. So together, we're working to bring these divine truths that Carl is able to, to receive to you directly, the listener. Well, and, and it's a delicate business. And while I'm looking for things that don't fit, that fall short, that raise new questions or maybe your incorrect information 
if I test and probe that too directly, the divine realm will pull back. They will not put themselves on display and prove themselves to you or to anyone. And this, you know, drives me crazy because it, <laughs> it you know, it drives everybody crazy. <laughs> it drives everyone in that way. Well, but you see, this is part of the setup. This this whole enterprise of humanity is a learning opportunity for us to see how we do and handle our lives on our own, being in charge of everything. That's why God is so silent, in part at least. It's that we're supposed to be running things. This is our chance to learn and grow. And we do that through tackling life, the possibility of things not working, the failures, the need to develop our muscles and start from a mere beginning as just a little wee one and having to learn everything from scratch. Each time we come in and are born again, we are in a reincarnation paradigm. I know a lot of people scoff at that idea, but there's tons of evidence now. You don't have to take my word for it. There's many, many books describing very convincing information and data on this. And it's been looked at scientifically. It's still ignored by the mainstream, but they always ignore the vanguard until it eventually creates a sea change and then everyone jumps on board and yeah, says, well, we do that all along. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I might so, too. You know, I've, I've, I've studied in reincarnation since the 1980s. And my whole approach to all of these questions is, you know, life has to make sense. You know, there has to, if, if God is out there, there has to be a reason if, it's a, if God is loving, if creator is a loving creator, that the things are operating the way they're operating. In other words, there must be rules of engagement. And what we're going to try, what we're going to do in this Get Wisdom show is communicate to you what we have discovered and what Carl has discovered through his channeling are the rules of engagement, you know, how to engage with creator, how to have a partnership with creator. Um, and, and that's, that's where we're going with this. So if you're skeptical, hang in there, stick with us because we'll address that skepticism directly. Well, and it's also extremely important. There are very serious things going on in the world. Things most people don't know. We will get into this a bit. We don't have time to give you all the details, but we know lots and lots about the evils of the world and the challenges facing humanity. And it's very, very real. You can see it everywhere you look around you. Things are not perfect. And there's reasons for that, deep reasons. And we explore every bit of this. But first, what we want to do is introduce you to Creator, because this is pretty new. We have the ancient scriptures, but most of it is secondhand. It's, in other words, a, a representation of what people think the divine is. And a lot of things attributed to the divine, we have found, just are not so. So let me read one short message. And this is the first question I asked Source Creator. And it begins to give you a feeling that this isn't the almighty being that you have been led to believe in terms of its characteristics. All right, so 
when I first launched into this, I set up safety around the work, very important to reach a high-level being. And I asked the question in my mind, source creator, what is the most important thing people need to know to help themselves and to help humanity move forward? And this is creator's answer. And I quote, people must return to their true nature, their true essence, the love within, the love that shines for and through them. Each moment of every day, the force of love is out and about, flowing through everything you see, feel, hear, and the love is coming from Creator, the source of all that is. Each individual is a part of this flow and an extension of this flow, just appearing to be discrete and separate. This is an illusion. For the connection is constant, unwavering, unbreakable, and will persist for all of time. Each person has the right to know the truth about their origin and their destiny. So we're happy to see you asking these questions and we'll eagerly answer all you ask as best we can in the way highest and best for people to hear. Now, one of the interesting things, Carl, is that what you discovered in talking to these higher level beings is that you have to ask the questions to get the answers. That's correct, right? Absolutely. We have to be running the show. We have to initiate anything we want to see happen. And that's the reason for prayer, to reach out and ask something if you have a need that divine can help with. It won't happen if you don't ask. And that's why the world is such a mess, because people aren't asking, and many are non-believers. But you see, this, this is a divine being that has a different feel about it. I mean, what's the first thing I was told? What do we most need to know? It's not, you know, bow down to me. It's not, where, why aren't you worshiping me? And why don't you straighten up? And this is wrong and that's wrong. It's not a tirade. It's not a laundry list of criticisms. It's an invitation to love. This is quite a different feel. And this is what I will tell you about the Almighty. It is pure love. The difficulty, the darkness comes from elsewhere. It's the absence of having creator's love in your life. So if there's darkness about, it's because you're not letting the divine in or someone isn't letting the divine in. And that opens up a whole new way of looking at how to comport yourself, how to achieve the life you want how to make it better, how to be happier, and how to help others and share something wonderful. And you can do this in a partnership with the divine. And this is the big, big secret that God is within, like it says in the Bible. We're yes. here to be an agent and extension of the divine. That is the project underway here. And we're doing it under very difficult circumstances of disconnection. This is a free will zone, in my understanding of the situation. So we've yeah. been created with absolute free will. And we have the free will to 
acknowledge and participate in a partnership with the divine, or we have the free will to not do so. And creator is going to sit back and allow us to make whatever decision we're going to make and behave in any way we want to make. There are consequences to our decisions, but creator's not down here being a traffic cop. We're down, this is our world. Yes, and it, it really changes and helps with an understanding of why the human dilemma is what it is. We cannot expect God to fix everything. And if you look around, you don't see evidence of that. The world is very imperfect. There are many troubled people. So we will do our best to open the door here and shed new light on who Creator is and what the possibilities are and what we've been given by Creator to help our lives improve and to cultivate a better way of being. And central to that is partnering with the divine and however you choose to do that. It doesn't require a formal worship and it doesn't take away from that either. Creator does not want people to change what they're doing unless it's taking them away from love. If they're not involved with the divine at all, they need to realign. If they want their lives to be better, it's very tough to do it on your own. And this is the plight of people struggling. It's a very big challenge to take on life and take on the world if you're on your own. And your best friend can be the creator of all it is. I'm not kidding about this. Creator is inside you sharing your experience. This is kind of weird. And it's it's a little that's true whether you believe it or not. At least that's that's our understanding of it. Creator is there for everybody. Absolutely. But silent, always silent, unless invited. Yes. We're coming up on a break, Carl. So All right. So when we come back, we'll share more from Creator that really begins to show more about what Creator wants in a relationship with us and more of what Creator is like and what Creator is not like and how we've been misled. All right, back in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. 
Our life takes a series of unexpected detours as we move along our journey. We can choose to accept these detours as something negative, or we can choose to create a learning experience where we can turn a tragedy or unexpected turn in life into something that can help others. To learn more, tune in to Embrace the Unexpected with host Bernadette Butler. In the program, you'll learn how she and others were able to turn setbacks into positives. Listen live Fridays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. A critical expansion of consciousness is happening all around us. There are both cutting-edge technologies as well as ancient modalities that can come together to heal through frequency and resonance. On Journeys into the Heart of Vibration, host Mur Demarmian and her guest experts explore these breakthroughs of vibrational healing and forms of sound. Listen in and learn every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com you're listening to get wisdom with carl mollison and brian kelly they are here to answer your questions and comments about the program Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the Get Wisdom Show. I'm co-host Brian Kelly along with Carl Marlson. Carl is going to continue discussing the type of relationship the creator wants with us. Yes, thank you, Brian. So this is a quote from a channeling, and this process involves yours truly, getting into um, a lower brainwave frequency through a hypnotic, self-hypnotic process. And it just quiets the conscious level of the mind and it opens the intuitive gateway. And that is the way creator can most readily communicate with us as well as other beings out there of all kinds, low beings and high ones. So what I do this, I record a series of questions and I play them one by one and then I record the voice that comes through me. So this is an exchange with creator asking a question and then creator answering. So first I'll give you the question, source creator, you are so often described as being distant, inscrutable and unknowable in your vastness. What is the relationship you desire to have with humans? And this is creator's answer that came. As you know, we are present within each and every person. We are watching and listening and waiting. And we'll give them assistance above the maintenance level if they open the door in some way to allow this. So we are always at the ready to enhance the life purpose, enhance the reach, enhance the noble idea, or the act of loving kindness, whether focused on the self or on another. These are ways we can be involved, and this is what we desire. We desire a close interpersonal relationship with each and every human being to assist them in their learning and in their growth to reach the fullest possible expression of their dreams. 
we created each person to be somewhat unique. And we cherish this and find each person of value. And we do not rank or judge. We serve all in this the same way. We desire to be in your thoughts and to walk alongside you, so to speak, and assist you and add to your experience with our energy if you allow this to happen. This is entirely up to each person to arrange and to accept. We cannot impose it on anyone. So for very many humans, we are standing aside and letting them have their own say across the board and only maintaining basic life support. This is quite unfortunate because as you found personally, it can be quite the opposite. If this is desired by a person and they open their heart to our love, we can come in and make our presence known, at least in subtle ways. And we'll give them many blessings if they seek this and value it and wish it to happen. So there's a number of elements of that that I think are fascinating. One is you use the word enhancement, or the creator used the word enhancement quite a bit. So that the enhancement is above and beyond this base level maintenance uh, support that apparently everybody has, whether they ask for it or not. It's just kind of part of being human is that you have the support. Uh, but if you want to go beyond that that fundamental support to enhancement, then you have to cultivate a partnership. At least that's my understanding of it. What do you say? Absolutely. And this is the challenge all humans face. And it's one of the least understood things. Kids exposed to religious instruction and training are encouraged to follow along. And it's often by rote. They may believe in their hearts that this is true, that there is a God out there listening. But inevitably, if there isn't a very robust feedback, which is the typical human experience, doubts begin to creep in. And and it's preceded by disinterest, really. Mm -hmm. It's just very underwhelming. You know, you might feel good like you're doing something you should and it's useful. But there's not a big reward in it personally, and it can become very mechanical. And a lot of people drift away. And one of the discouragements is the painting of the Almighty as harsh and judgmental, and we'll get to that as well. But the other thing is, you know, what's the percentage in it? What what does it do for me? Well, I can tell you that in my work, in working with people and helping them with their healing I've seen miracles, and I've seen people experience them for the asking, and we'll be talking about this at some point, but asking for signs from the divine. And you have to believe, this is one of the requirements, you have to have belief in yourself. This is another one. And we'll be talking about how to pray and make it better, but the main message that we got right off the bat and asking more about who creator is and what creators like is this is an offering of love. And I think that's wonderful. Well, certainly, absolutely. This is a world that seems to be 
running out of love lately. You know, we're we're seeing a lot more troubles uh, cropping up. More than I'm 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 older. We're both we're both uh, have a few years behind us, Carl. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it. And I can honestly tell you, in my memory, today seems more problematic in many ways than than any other point in my life. So. Um, bringing more love into this environment is critical, and but it's also critical to understand how this environment got that way, and we're, we'll be getting into that as well. But uh, fostering a partnership—that's that's key. Well, and what people experience when they open themselves to love and they start living through love and offering love to people around them—they don't get tired. The love is inexhaustible. You can be brimming with love and give it away all day long, and you'll just get more because the divine will fill you up again. So let me let me move on here to another important issue about creator that is really carved in stone in many people's thinking. I asked the question, source creator, you have been portrayed as judgmental and prone to anger when your commandments are disobeyed. Is this true? This is creator's answer. This is a falsehood in all ways at all levels. This is a false idea that has been promulgated to undermine and discourage humans from reaching out to the light and having a dialogue with the divine realm and with the creator in particular. This is purposeful and is intended to diminish and subjugate humans. By making them feel unworthy, they undercut the ability to believe in a divine outreach in the first place. This is devastating because the humans are in charge in the earth plane, as you have told your many students and clients through the years. This is true and the way things are operating at the present time. So each person has a choice. And if they choose to listen to a church giving them a false message, they will be following a false god, so to speak, and will suffer a consequence as a result, not coming from me, but from the consequence of further disconnection. So there is never judgment. There is only understanding and loving wisdom in all that we do. The misjudgments, the negativity, The suffering, the second guessing, and the feelings of unworthiness, and the judgment of one another according to human criteria are all coming from humanity itself, and none of it is from divine realm. The divine realm accepts all things because we know eventually everything will come back into balance with much greater understanding, and that is a solid gain in all ways. One can never fully appreciate the glories around them without having the experience of the contrasting lack or diminishment in some way. This is simply the pendulum swinging back and forth to allow the broadest possible experience. We do not add to it by causing suffering of anyone for any reason. All suffering is self-created and happens at the hands of others who do not see the greater truths and choose to suppress and harm their fellow beings. This is non-divine and will have its own consequences 
that will indeed be punishing. For this is how things are set up to be, that the negativity created will return and revisit the perpetrator and the kindnesses and loving outreach will grow and blossom and return his blessings to the originator. Wow, it's a lot there, Carl, for sure. Um, especially the fact that, you know, creator is not the one judging us and not punishing us. So if that's, that, that's a hard one for a lot of people to accept because they've been taught very differently throughout the ages. Yes, absolutely. Well, we know punishment comes from somewhere because yes. eventually we get slammed. <laughs> right, right. We get brought up by our, uh, uh, our, our own misdeeds and the judgment of fellow humans, if nothing else. Right. Well, there is a force in the universe that's part of the creator's plan, and this is the law of karma. And that's a vast subject in its own right. We will be talking about it because it's important to understand it. But it's set up in a way to bring everything into balance that gets out of alignment. So if you hurt someone, the law of karma understands that and will bring that hurt back around to you or an opportunity to do something of a personal sacrifice for someone, either of which can rebalance it. But it's not God there pushing the buttons and making decisions, you know, to go after this guy or this person in certain ways. It's very automatic. It's like a law of physics. It's very much like gravity. So it's not an active act of vengeance ever. So I asked Creator in my next question, because this was from the same session and it was the next one in the queue, as I'm sitting there doing my channeling, and I, the recording asks my pre-recorded question, source creator, do you punish people for their wrongdoing? And here's creator's beautiful answer. And I think this is so revealing about who creator actually is and how the world works. Here's creator's words. We never punish, we allow. And so any punishment is coming at the hands of the self or fellow human beings or another being intruding on their realm and causing that to happen. It is never from a divine source. To be sure there are times when a request for help is made and we cannot answer because it would violate the individual's own inner wishes or their choice in the first place to have an experience of negativity and suffering. And when that is the focus and is believed to be needed in some way or inevitable in some way, we honor the person's choosing to have that happen and will stand aside and allow them to continue on their way. That is simply letting people be themselves. If that is a punishment, it is your doing and not ours. Wow. That's a so, lot there. Well, it's very elegant, too. And yes. I'm, I might point out, this is word for word, no editing. It comes out perfect every time. It's grammatically correct. It's yes. all complete. It may look at something from different vantage points, 
with a little bit of repetition so we get the message, but it is flawless. And there is a, a logic to it and an important message always. And it's also a function of who we are in the asking. So the same two people asking the same question will get a different answer. Yes. And that's because we're all different in our level of understanding of things and our own personal development, our readiness to hear truths that might be disturbing for many. So there, this is a very dynamic, ever-changing proposition. Well, one of the things that is critical, I think, in determining the, the validity or, or the importance of information the truthfulness of information is how consistent it is. And you've done lots of channelings over a lot of years. We'll be sharing that in this program. We're sharing lots of this material. That's the whole point of this program, to bring this to you. And this, this material is highly consistent. Um, it's, it's almost never repetitive. Um, it, it, it builds on itself. And we've, you've been building on this for years. So we have an amazing collection of, of this material for you. And you can actually... Uh, you can actually log on to getwisdom.com and uh, and see a lot of this material. We invite you to go there and check that out. Um, one of the things, real quick, we're going to come up a break in another minute or two. Um, the belief, you know, belief is a choice. That's a tough one for people to get their head around. Yes, very much so. It uh, you, this, that, there's a core thing here that whatever you believe is your choice, and that could be problematic because we might feel like, well, we didn't choose our beliefs, you know, um, or the belief was foisted on us or, or ground into us or we brought up with it and it was given to us instead of us adopting it. But I, I guess it, the, the key thing is the adoption part of it, whether you, you know, will willfully adopt it or not is ultimately going to play out. Yes. And this relates to all the creator has said so far with these questions and answers. This is all up to us. So if we're not cultivating our faith and our belief and we start to doubt and we drift away and we start to think, well, I don't see anything happening the way I want. Maybe God's not listening. And that starts there. It can worsen and you become disconnected. You may have to do a little work to build your way back. And this is what's meant by the choice to suffer or not. And it can take some work. It sure can. Okay, we're at the break. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. 
Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. It's time for you to take a sweet and honest look at your life. Tune into Living Within the Sweet Spot with your host, Nikki Klegel. Each week, Nikki invites you to call into the program where she will connect with each listener to show the power of God's love in every unique instance. There are gracious gifts and elements of power within each one of us. You just need to discover them and find your life's purpose. Live healthier and happier. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Something beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels, and now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the Get Wisdom Show. You can find us on the web at getwisdom.com. That's getwisdom.com. Carl is going to discuss now some of the differences between what we're bringing forward and what people have traditionally found in the scriptures. Go ahead, Carl. All right, so these are channelings from the Almighty, I call it Source Creator. To be generic, my Muslim friends feel uneasy with the word God because they're used to Allah. There's a lot of sensitivity around all of these things. We want to bridge the gap among the faithful and not spurn anyone who has a religious tradition that they are near and dear to and is near and dear in their hearts. This is something that can be added to your beliefs. It does not need to take away in any respect from what you've been taught. You can reject it if you wish any of the parts of this. All we're doing is bringing forth creator's words in the way it comes forth to us And then it's up to you to decide. We're not here to twist arms and to be uh, in anyone's face. But it's a rather important thing that one has a path to God and a partnership with the Almighty. So I asked this question, source creator, can you help us understand why historical accounts of divine messages are so varied and why there's so many contradictions even within the same sacred writings? And here's Creator's answer, and I know this will surprise a lot of folks. We will definitely tell you without hesitation and without reservation that much of the scriptures are inaccurate. 
with respect to their original meanings and the original writings. Many chapters have been deleted wholesale. Many have been rewritten to alter their meaning. And many important topics have been deleted to remove many things that would truly show the message of the Bible as a whistleblowing exercise to help humanity understand it is in the grip of outside forces meaning to harm them. And that the divine realm is the answer and why and how it can be done. Much of the detail and much of the useful applied knowledge to empower human has been subverted. So this is the need then to move beyond the historical records dating back thousands of years because of the corruption. Not because the people in those times were so far removed from understanding or reality that their accounts are of no value. The opposite in some cases is true. It is just that there were not good means to preserve the knowledge and information in ways to escape the scrutiny of the censors. This is most unfortunate, but there are many modern prophets who are spreading the truth and you are doing so at the moment as well. The resistance to the messages is again because of human subjugation through mind control and manipulation. So the chief critics of the new thinkers are being used as tools by the darkness without their realizing it. Wow. You've introduced a topic that we haven't gotten to until this point, and it's the idea of outside interference. Yes. Um, Yes, there's, there's a lot more going on than we can do justice to in today's program. We will be getting to this. So this isn't just about making your life neat and tidy and going back and sitting in your church pew or synagogue and paying uh, your respects to the Almighty and getting back in good graces, however you feel you might want to do that and feel more comfortable and more open and maybe doing more prayer and so on. There are serious issues, serious challenges to humanity, and that is why Creator is coming forward at this point in time. It is in part because I have been asking, but it's also because Creator sees the need for an update and a series of important updates about what's been missing. There's no time to waste either. This is rather urgent. Yes. So let me get to a central part of what probably is the biggest sticking point for people about religion in the first place. Not only don't they hear God talking to them in their head, if they say a prayer, all they see and feel and hear is silence. But the other thing is why so many bad things happen and There doesn't seem to be a divine presence if all of this is going on, unchecked. It's a big question. Why, you know, if there's a loving God out there, why is there so much evil? Yes. And that's a a question we're not going to dodge. We're not going to try to hide from that question here. Yeah, we can tell you a lot about that. But in the interest of time, we'll give you some pithy quotes of part of the answer that we've been told. 
So I ask source creator, one of the biggest obstacles to belief in the divine is the so-called problem of evil. How could an all-powerful, loving God allow evil acts to prevail? And here's creator's answer. The problem of evil is both a human and a divine problem. We launched humans into the world to be autonomous beings, knowing full well the range of possibilities would extend from being in divine alignment to being in an extreme disalignment to the extent of being engaged in depravity of all kinds. This is inherent in the possibilities of the universe on all levels when there is a freedom to act. When constrained by rules, things can be orderly and divine in appearance at all times. When all is allowed and there is the beginning of an exploration to the extremes of possibility, there can be situations where people go too far and find it difficult to return to a former divine way of being because they slipped too far and the path back has become too challenging. They have lost strength, they have lost understanding and truly lost direction to even know how to proceed. This is the dilemma of many non-believers. It is not because their world is perfect that they reject the possibility of the divine. Often it is because of the suffering And this is the greatest argument they bring forth in defense of their perspective. How can God exist and allow such suffering to occur? We would simply say, this is a human's choice to suffer, not a divine one. It is as well a consequence of human choices that suffering has occurred. The very possibility of suffering is due to the absence of divine alignment. A state of divine perfection is a state of divine love in its ultimate expression of bliss beyond measure. Being in that state precludes every kind of suffering. The fact that humans are not in divine alignment is not proof God does not exist. It is proof God is not being fully expressed through them at the moment in how they are living their life in the way they think and feel. That is a problem for human to solve in a world of free will. As the creator of all that is, we can be patient knowing that each person will find their way back to the light eventually. That is why we can tolerate the existence of evil. It is inherent within the range of possibilities in a world truly free, and therefore is simply an existence more on the negative end of the spectrum of possibilities through circumstances and not having a broader meaning than that. Love is open to all. Greatness is open to all. It is a choice. When people choose to suffer through harming others, seeking power and control, and then having their day of reckoning when it is lost and the shoe is on the other foot, it is their doing and not ours. The fact they exist at all and have this quandary 
is very much a reality of divine existence and is our creation unfolding for all to see and experience who are a part of the human project. Wow. A lot there. Um, you know, it's interesting you use the word depravity, and, and depravity has a very generic definition, but I, one of the channelings that you've done with a, a light being uh, gave us a definition of depravity. When depravity is that a point where a being reaches so low that the only source of pleasure is instigating or witnessing the suffering of others. Uh, so I just wanted to share that because we, we will throw the word depravity around on this show occasionally, and once in a while it's good to get an understanding of what we actually mean by that. Um, but it's fascinating that we can express our own experience, and it can be loving, it can be joyful, or it can be painful, it can be suffering, but it's all our choice. And creator's going to allow that. Creator, you said earlier, creator does not punish, creator allows. And I think that's a very, very critical statement. Well, and this is a divine wake-up call as well. Yes. The responsibility lies with us. So if there's evil in the world, we need to be doing something we're not doing. The burden is on us. The responsibility is on us. And if our world is flawed, we have work to do. And divine inspiration will help, divine assistance and guidance, and a lot of healing, especially to help those who are the farthest gone, the most uh, corrupted and acting through evil in what they do. We need protection from them sometimes. It's a reality. But the people who act that way are people who are loveless, people who are closed off from divine love. There is a path back, and it usually requires a divine intervention. This can be fostered. So we're here to help people understand there's choices and there's ways to make this work. Creator has given us three powerful tools in new ways, never before put together in the particular fashion that Creator has gifted this. And we'll be getting into those tools in the upcoming shows in great detail. Carl, we're coming up on the end of the show already. I can't believe it. It's our uh, it's our first foray into this venture. We're down to one minute. Well, um, let me let me relate these three ways for the record. Okay. Which you can look forward to. Our next segment will be on prayer empowerment. There are new ways to pray that haven't been thought of and haven't been implemented in teaching. This can make all the difference between a prayer that really works and one that falls short. The second thing we've been given is a powerful healing protocol, and we're using this professionally, helping people all around the world with all kinds of healing needs. And the third thing is the information itself we can get through direct questions to reach out to Creator and learn how to live on a divine path. So, so be sure to tune in to these shows coming up. Uh, we're, we're knocking on the end of the show here. Carl, thank you very, very much for, for joining me on this inaugural program. We look forward to all of you joining us on future programs. And check us out at GetWisdom.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. 
They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 